I want to speak to those who are to be confirmed, but everyone else can feel free to, to listen in. Today in the liturgical calendar is the seventh Thursday, the seventh week of Easter. And we have the privilege of having the ritual mass for confirmation tonight. But there's a beautiful phrase in the, today's gospel, the gospel given for today. It's at the Last Supper in John's gospel. And Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's getting to the end of talking to them before they go to the Garden of Gethsemane where he will be betrayed. And he's thanking the Father and he's praying to the Father for those the Father has given him, for his disciples there, but also those who through these disciples will believe in him. That is us. He's praying for us at the Last Supper. And he continues in talking to them. He says a most beautiful thing. He says, Father, they, that is the disciples there present, and we, those who will believe in him, he says, Father, they are your gift to me. That is the most beautiful thing. We are the Father's gift to his Son. We are the Father's gift to Jesus. Elsewhere in that same discourse, Jesus told his disciples, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends, because I have told you everything I've heard from my Father. So we come to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit this evening, that we may be friends of Jesus, that we may always speak and act and live as his friends, as his faithful friends as his true friends, so that we truly can be the Father's gift to Jesus. And our instruction from the Word of God this evening has taught us how we to do that. The first reading from the Acts of the Apostles is just before the ascension of the Lord. And he tells them, wait here in the city, in Jerusalem, until you're clothed with power from on high clothed with power from on high, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they ask Jesus, is this the time you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And, you know, maybe we can have a little part in that. It's not for you to know and to worry about these things that the Father has determined in his own counsel. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Be obedient. Remain in the city and you will be clothed with power from on high. Now that power isn't the way most people like to think about power. The power with which they're going to be clothed by the Holy Spirit is those fruits of the Holy Spirit the apostle tells us about in the letter to the Galatians. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, fidelity, gentleness, and self-control. Most people don't think power looks much like that. And yet it was those fruits of the Holy Spirit in the Lord himself that led him to hand himself over to evildoers when he was betrayed and suffer the agony of the cross in order to save us all. And in that which seemed to be weakness, Jesus brought salvation to all people from the beginning of the human race down to its end and renewed all of creation in his glorious resurrection in his own human body. 
So that power with which you are to be clothed is ultimately the power of truth and the power of charity. Those are the strongest things, that truth and love are the strongest things in all of creation because they're willing to suffer even through death and destroy death. We heard in the responsorial psalm, send forth your spirit to renew the face of the earth. That's the task each of us who's been confirmed is given as friends of Jesus, as the gifts of the Father to his Son to renew the face of the earth. We all know that that face of the earth in this day needs renewing. And each of us who's been baptized has been sent. And you who are to be confirmed this evening are to receive that power from on high, that power that demonstrates itself in all those fruits of the Spirit, to go and change the anger, the hatred, the bitterness, the lies, the discrimination that has disfigured the face of the earth. Not that you're going to change it all by yourself in one way. It's going to be God's power that changes it, working through each of you one at a time. But we're celebrating here that gift of the Holy Spirit that was first poured out on the apostles at Pentecost, that great feast we're going to celebrate this Sunday as we close out our 50 days of rejoicing at Easter. In that upper room on Pentecost were likely fewer people gathered than are here this evening. And yet because of the power with which they were clothed from on high down generation to generation to generation to you who are to be confirmed this evening, that good news of the gospel has been passed on throughout the whole world. You are saying this evening that you wish to continue that and that you will be faithful witnesses to people not yet born that you will pass on that faith so that the good news of the gospel can continue to renew the face of the earth until the Lord comes again. And you heard in the reading from the apostle to the Corinthians that the Holy Spirit distributes gifts to each one as the Spirit knows we need and can accept and can use. Too often, we spend a lot of time and energy, or we waste a lot of time and energy looking at everybody else's gifts and wishing we had those. And in doing that, not only does it burden us with sadness and oftentimes jealousy, but it's also the work of the evil one in distracting us from the work we ought to do of developing the gifts the Spirit has given to me. And so you ought to reflect on that as we celebrate the sacrament this evening and in days to come. What are those gifts with which God, through the Holy Spirit, has outfitted each of you so that in the unique way each of you will be called to do so, you can be faithful friends of Jesus, and people will recognize that in you and perhaps be changed.
So don't worry about anybody else's gifts. What are the ones that God, in his wisdom, in his knowledge, and in his abundant love for each of you, has decided out of love for you to give you? What are the gifts that you have received? Because it's with those that the Holy Spirit has outfitted you that you will be faithful friends of Jesus. It's with those that you'll renew the face of the earth. Finally, in the beautiful gospel, again from John, the one who loves me will keep my commandments, and I will love him, and my Father and I will come to dwell with him. God is going to live with us by his life. That's what grace is, the very life of God, which is, is fullness of life and perfect charity, perfect love comes through the spirit of the living God which is imparted to us. And he also told us at the end, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything. And it goes on to say, we didn't have it in the gospel passage, but it's, the words continue, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give, let not your hearts be troubled, nor let them be frightened. That goes back to what I mentioned about the Acts of the Apostles. The disciples wanted to know, well, what's going to happen next? Are you going to restore the rule to the kingdom of Israel? What's going to happen next so we can be ready for it? The inspiration of the Holy Spirit that Jesus has promised to each of us is not to know what's going to happen in the future, 10 years. We sometimes kid ourselves to think, oh, we would like to know that. But we probably wouldn't. If I had known when I entered the novitiate at Belmont Abbey, just beginning to enter the monastery, what was going to happen in my life after that, I would have laughed because I would have been sure I can never handle that. So part of God's love for us is he doesn't let us worry about the, well, he tells us not to worry about the future. We can either listen to that or not, but we don't need to. The Holy Spirit will guide us when we need to be guided, not before. It's when we need to know what God asks us to do that we need simply to ask, come Holy Spirit. Be open to that. Now to do that, you have to pray. Remember I said that's what we're here for tonight, right? When we met beforehand, that's your job this evening is to pray. It's the job of the whole church this evening to pray. Because when we celebrate particularly the Eucharist, we are privileged as the body of Christ to enter into that intercession which Jesus continually makes for us to his Father, so that in our voices we join the intercession of Jesus. And we're going to join our voices this evening to the intercession of Jesus to the Father, asking that the Father send the Spirit of the living God on these young men and women of your parish. But be confident that you will know as you need to, and don't let your hearts be troubled, nor let them be frightened. You will never have to face troubles alone.
But in order to hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit, you will have to pray, like every day, so that you are able to discern rightly the promptings of the Spirit of the living God from the promptings of other spirits that are not so holy but would like to deceive us. But we need, if we're going to be friends of Jesus, then we need to take time to spend time with him. You enjoy spending time with your friends, right? Yeah? Show some sign of life here, I mean, yes or no? You enjoy being with your friends, right? Yes, okay. And that's part of the friendship, to want to spend time. So if Jesus has called us his friends, and if the Spirit is given to us that we can be those true friends, those gifts to Jesus from the Father, then you have to spend time. Then you will discern the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Then you will have God's life in you, and that life will give you the inheritance you received in baptism, eternal life on high with the saints. So, if you indeed wish to continue that handing on of the good news of the gospel as generations before you have, I would invite you now who are to be confirmed to stand and in your name to renew those vows of your baptism made at that time by your parents and your godparents. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan and all his works and empty promises. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who today, through the sacrament of confirmation, is given to you in a special way, just as he was given to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. This is the faith of the Church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord, Amen.